Kravitz. If you have not followed his Triple H Horse Racing Podcast, you're missing out. It's one of the best podcasts in the country. Hello and welcome to episode 232 of the HHH Racing Podcast. I am your proud host, Howard Kravitz. What a show we have for you today. What a day we have for you today as we're pulling a double header here on Thursday. Today's show is focusing on a tremendous card in Saudi Arabia, in Riyadh. It is the Saudi Cup. How about $20 million race happening this Saturday? But there are also many very good undercard group three races. And we are in a cover right here, all six races like a glove here on the HHH Racing Podcast. I challenge any podcast out there on YouTube to give you such great information and deep dives that we'll be doing right here on the show today. So please make sure you hit that subscribe button on the bottom right-hand side of the screen. After you do that, smash that thumbs up button. That will tell YouTube this is a great show and we'll send handicappers and punters all over the world to the HHH Racing Podcast. And also, we'd appreciate if you hit that notification bell also so you will know when new shows will rise on the show. By my uh, name tag there, at H Kravitz is my Twitter handle. Again, at H Kravitz. It keeps growing every single day. And also scrolling on the bottom of the screen, you can find my email, hkravitzhorse at gmail.com. And also on the bottom of the screen, you can see, just leaving the screen now, and we'll come back, of course, tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern here in the United States. We'll be covering the huge day at Oaklawn on Saturday with another road to the Kentucky Derby race, the Rebel Stakes. Only a measly $1 million in that uh, race for the three-year-old boys. And there's also a Philly race, a prep for the Oaks, and some other great races. That preview will happen tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern here on Thursday. Of course, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. Power Picks, look down below the video player. Every day we have new people subscribing to our Power Picks. It's a $4 a week. That's it. It's 4 bucks every Saturday. A great tip sheet. We've given many winners, price plays, $1,000 pluses, pick fives. It's a great tip sheet. It's very expensive. Check it out below the video player. Also, we have a new sponsor, BetUS. If you're interested in uh, betting sports and horse racing, anything else, again, look below the video player. We have a great discount for that. If you use the promo code RACING3H, you can get a free 125% back if you deposit $100 or more. I don't know what you're waiting for. Uh, of course, Super Bowl's over, but we got the NCAA tournament coming up soon. We got golf every week, basketball, whatever you like. Check that out. Look below the video player. Also, we have great information on our uh, website, hhhracingpodcast.com. And if you go to that website, you can look at examples of our tip sheet, our power pick. So go to hhhracingpodcast.com. Pete Visco, one of our co-hosts, done a great job with that. Uh, and I believe that will take care of all the promos. Let's see who's here real quick. We got Trish Smith is here. Trish, so glad my favorite. Davey, the big, the Davey Lane fan club is here with Trish Smith. Excited to see Davey on uh, more international podcasts. I agree. And Phil Conti. Good afternoon, uh, Philip. I, I know we're, um, of course, on live here, sort of late afternoon in the States. Not our usual time. 
Uh, but we welcome everyone. If you're watching live, please make sure you comment in the chat. We want to have a very active conversation. Jim Pilaris on Buffalo. He's not going to miss Davey Lane in this great podcast. Neither is Matt Miller. Looking forward to eventually meeting you, Davey. All ears today. This show plus the power picks will be the only handicapping I'll need for the big day. Wow. No pressure, Davey Lane, uh, but you can handle it. And, of course, Tom Espinoza from San Francisco. All the heavy hitters are here. Let's bring on two more heavy hitters. First, one of my uh, co-hosts does a great job in many aspects with the show. From Maryland, Mr. Pete Visco. And live from Liverpool, England, our friend and excellent punter from the UK. He's back, Mr. Davy Lane. Gentlemen, okay, it's Saudi Cup doing? this Saturday. How are we doing? We're good. We're good. I'm just Pete, happy to be, I'm just happy to be finally be on screen with Davy. It's the first time. Yeah. So it's, it's an exciting day. Now now I now I basically can die. And, and, and he's got Angela. And we got Italian beer for uh, for for Phil Conti and, and all the Italians watching for us. So absolutely can't be any happier. Penn State Scott's got it right, baby. Davey Lane always brings a few winners. A few. We're gonna have more than a few, Davey, on this show up his right. sleeve. And and Davey will bring some roughies, Pete. Now, if you're not familiar with some of the uh, jargon overseas, we're gonna throw some at you today. So I'm sure you can handle it. The roughie would be a long shot, Pete. And yeah. Davey got some roughies. Mr. Ray Shoon, Davey, at 61 two years ago. Do you got any roughies for us this Saturday? Yeah, I do. I I, I think I have uh, two. I mean, one really isn't a roughie, but I think I have one roughie. And, uh, well, we'll get to that in the second leg. The second Beautiful. Nice uh, we got a lot of people. Nice <laughs> uh, Kyle, Kyle Roscoe, one of our co-hosts. Let's get it going. CJ Andrews wants to know, Davey, what a nap. Are you familiar with that? A nap is that a horse racing uh, vernacular? Yeah, yeah, that would be your that would be your best that would be your best bet of the day. Wow, CJ, <laughs> thrown out from the Dakotas. I learn something new every day, Pete. Yeah, uh, yeah. Guys, l- we're going to jump into the card here in just a second. Um, Davey, let's talk about the context of the Saudi Cup. Um, right. It's a huge racing day. This is, I think, their fourth year that they've had uh, the Saudi Cup. Has not always yeah. been won by an American. In fact, the last uh, two years. Um, it has not been. Where do you put the Saudi Cup within the context of international racing uh, these days? Um, it, it's getting up there. I think what you have to look at is, you know, this, you know, 12 months in a year and, and every month of the year, there's a big racing carnival somewhere. And it's not just the Breeders' Cup or Royal Ascot. It's, you know, it's, you know, it's Hong Kong in December. It's, you know, um, uh, some whatever whatever's in January. Well, that, that would be Cape Town. That would be the that would be the yeah. net. Well, we got camp. the Pegasus World Cup here in the states. And, so yeah, and the Pegasus, and now you've got yeah. February is basically Saudi is controlling that, and then March. You know, while the, most of the English are looking at Cheltenham, the flat racing world is Dubai, and yeah. then you go into the summer of the British season and the European season and the American season, and then you, and then you roll along, and then you've got the Japanese stuff later on in the year and the Hong Kong stuff, and so it's. You know, every month is something pretty big, and it's just a case of, uh, of, of, of you know, the horses aren't machines. So you've got to you've got to realize that, you know, not every horse can go to every big dance. Uh, you know, this this is it. You know, uh, Pete, I think- this, this particular this particular event. I mean, it's got a quirky little mix of a lot of Japanese, a couple of Americans. Really, it's not a lot of Americans here this time. Really, no. you know. Uh, uh, a couple of English, you know, a few Uruguayans, and really, so it's it's um, you know, 
it's not really the greatest card of racing, to be quite honest, this, this year's. I think last year's was better, but there you go. Um, Pete, I think we tend to be myopic as horse players. We focus on the United States racing mainly. I know, obviously, in the UK, they'll focus on the English racing, and Cheltenham is coming up, which is the big jumps of, you know, um, meet there in the UK. And Pete, I remember asking, or Dave, I remember asking you last year around Breeders' Cup time, you know, how interested is are people in the UK in the Breeders' Cup? And you sort of yeah. pooed and said, not really. Pete, you, if, if people are going to be betting like the Breeders' Cup here in the States, you got to pay attention to other races outside of our country. There's a lot of connections that come here for the Breeders' Cup uh, in November. I've started to look at Hong Kong a little bit in, in my free time. I bet a little Hong Kong last week. You really ought to branch out if you really want to become a better horse player so you know about people like Jockey Damian Lane or about um, Jean Marrera or about people that you and I know about through international racing or, or Baldwin or these guys. You can't just look at a race here in the States and say, I don't know about anything. They're a, they're a UK horse or they're a, you know, they're a Middle Eastern horse. You, you, you got to do your homework before these meets come up. Yeah. Well, I think it helps because then you're not sort of scrambling at the end. I mean, how many times have we done it in the past where breeders cup time comes and you're sitting there going, all right, I don't know any of these. I don't know any of these horses. Now I have to catch up. Luckily we have the great pod that we do with Davey every year, but yeah. when you don't have that and you used to just be like, Hey, I don't know this horse. I have to catch up on every horse and watch videos and then understand what tracks they're at, which tracks are good, which races are more important or more valuable than others. I think it's tough. And plus, I think just in the U.S. in general, it's a little intimidating looking at the PPs of some of the foreign horses. So I wonder if that takes people out of it and makes people not as excited about handicapping and looking yeah. at some of these international cards. Because when you look at it, you go, man, none of the stuff that I'm used to using for handicapping purposes is there. And so, you know what, I'm just going to, I'm just going to ignore it. So I, I think that's part of it. And then I, I agree with you though. It's nice when Breeders' Cup goes and you go, man, I remember watching that horse six months ago and I really like right. that horse or I like that jockey, or even yeah. now the mm -hmm. Applebee sends his horses over and they come over sure. and dominate. You sort yeah. of maybe would know about them in advance as opposed to when they get here. Or betting Dubai or betting Ascot as yeah. well, obviously. Is. Go ahead, Davey. Yeah. One other important thing to know, it's not just horse against horse, jockey against jockey, but this is also now becoming punter against punter around the world because this, this particular meet is a uh, whirlpool event. And the whirlpool event this time is Hong, it's fun, it's, it's, it, uh, it's Hong Kong, it's France, it's the UK, and it's the US through TVG. So there are actually four jurisdictions involved. So you're, for the singles, for the Quinellas or the exactors, what have you, and the trifectas, this is we're in a big pool here with the Hong Kong man who's going to be up early in the morning with the French man with the uh, and woman and with the uh, UK and then the morning the more the morning American characters you know are going to be scratching their heads like you know trying to get involved so um, you know the, the, you know the, 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 we're now starting to see a co-mingled world come together I mean I, I'd like it to be co-mingled from Argentina to Zimbabwe if I could you know like, there's a pool I want to play in you know. <laughs> But there you go. We have a bunch of questions in the chat about PPs and other things. Guys, we're going to get to all that. Believe me, any information you want to know about Saturday, we're going to cover. Now, before we do all that, I just want to show one thing, guys. Um, Davey and Pete, as you know, this podcast started about two years ago. And I, I want to show something that sort of ju helped jumpstart my podcast career or the this podcast show in general. Uh, I, like I said, we started this about two years ago. Episode 10. 
is only the 10th episode, Davey and Pete. Yeah. Um, I did a preview. Now, I was solo. I didn't have the wonderful Pete and Paul until about episode 120. So the first 120 shows I did solo. And I covered the Saudi Cup. And one of the horses I tipped out that I uh, sort of caught one of my sons, Davey, um, mm-hmm. was, was big. And it was two years ago. I just want to bring this up to everyone real quick, um, if I may, just to show that we are capable of, of tipping out some – uh, you know, some good uh, foreign horses here. Let me go ahead and bring this up. Let me just do this. Here we go. So this was, okay. Oh, uh, I'm going to do one go. thing. Sorry about that. Yeah, I'm going to, uh, I know, uh, Pete's like, this always happens. Well, it's because <laughs> I got to make sure the, okay, I got to make sure the um, sound is is on here. Okay. So this was two years ago, guys. Two years ago. Um, at this time, me talking about the 2020 Saudi Cup. The horse that I'm be king on, the horse I really like a lot, other than the top two, of course, that I want to talk about, and I want to show you two replays, is Mishrif. Mishrif is the 11 horse in this race. I am very interested in Mishrif in all spots in the trifecta. I'll show you my ticket in a little bit. Yeah. Oh, you're on mute now, Howard. I tipped on mission. I tipped on mission for about nineteen to one, Davy. And yeah. that race, Pete, if you recall, was a horse called Nick's Go and Charlatan for Baffert that looked like complete monsters. I tipped it out on the show, Davy. I tipped it on Twitter. Our wonderful American uh, handicapper and host Matt Bernier uh, retweeted my pick, congratulating me and. It's funny, Davey, how one horse can sort of kickstart a career. And for me, it was mm-hmm. Mischief two years ago. Mm-hmm. So that was yeah. pretty cool. Mischief and having a good a good career, Davey. Now retired, I believe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, it's, it's, it's a pity. I think it was, was it COVID? He was, uh, all things going on and he didn't come over when he could have come over and so on. It was, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. There are a lot of issues. All right, guys. Let, let's talk about what's happening here on Saturday. Because a lot of people need information first of all down below the video player this question this came from richard flax for richard flax i went down below the video player pete i decided to put a link to the not to the brisnet pps but sort of the program um that that saudi puts out so richard look down below the video player um in the description i have a link where you could see not the pps but all the races and all the entries basically our equibase uh, is, is down there, Pete. So, uh, Richard, you can look for it there. Now, in terms of the PPs, uh, Pete, I don't know if you want to talk about this. We, Brisnet just came out with their PPs, and that's what we're using today. But I know DRF is coming out tomorrow with theirs, Pete. Yeah, and and the Brisnet ones are free. I could actually see if the link will work. I could put it in the I could put it in the oh. chat or below because okay. the Brisnet for internet. The one thing actually, and this is maybe something to mention. If you have a Twinspires account or if you just go to Brisnet, actually international PPs here are free. So you don't need yeah. you don't necessarily need an account. So if you do want to dabble in an international track, you can go there and not have to worry about buying the PPs. And they're always there if you're maybe if you're not used to using Brisnet, though, for international purposes, it's a it's a good resource. So I'll dump the I'll dump the link in there and see if it works. If not, somebody can yeah. let me know. And in terms of betting, uh, the, most of your ADWs will have it. Twin Spires, Niver Bats, TVG. You can find it pretty much anywhere, I believe. All right, guys, let's jump into this 
into these races. Now, Davey, as you know, there's eight races on Saturday. They're right. Saturday. And the first two, uh, ladies and gentlemen, are Arabian races. We are not covering those. We're going to start with race three. Race three and four, we're going to go through very quickly, guys, like literally one or two minutes, mainly from Davey Lane. Davey Lane's going to give our his top three picks. And then the three of us will deep dive into the last four races. I believe there's going to be a dollar pick six. Don't quote me on that, ladies and gentlemen. But usually on these days, there's a dollar pick six. And also, and I'm sure there'll be a late pick four. I don't think there's going to be a pick five. You got to check your ADWs, ladies and gentlemen, because I'm not sure what the Whirlpool is doing. I don't think that's actually been even announced yet. Yeah, um, the Whirlpool is not doing a pick six. The Whirlpool is just doing exactors and trifectas. Okay, but there will be a pick six through the United States, I'm guessing. There, there has yeah, to be. So yeah, I'm sure yeah. there will be. Um, and, and there's big differences. Well, we'll talk about the odds, guys. We're going to talk about this. Let's go to race three, Davey. And I'm going to put okay. up your top three, Davey, right away here. Um, okay. And again, you're only going to see Davey's predictions for the first two races. But Pete and I might have some opinions as well. Uh, there's Davey's uh, selections for race three. Now, let me go ahead and, and bring up... Um, the races. So this, this screen that you people see right now on screen, you can find down below the video player race three is the Neom turf cup. You see, it says five Oh five. That's of course, Saudi Arabia. That is nine Oh five Eastern. So again, the, the thoroughbred races start at nine Oh five Eastern standard time in the morning, uh, Saturday. This is a, uh, 10 and a half furlong. It's about a mile and five sixteenths. I believe it's on the turf. You see the field here. Now, Dave, before you talk, this is very important. Let me go full screen and take us off. For all you viewers at home, especially in the United States, let, let's educate ourselves. You see on the left side of the screen, they're, they're doing it differently. They do this in Saudi also. You see where it says the number there on the left side. If you want to bet byline, that is the number one. But byline is breaking from stall or gate number three. Castle is the two horse, but breaking from stall five. So I highly recommend, as I bring everyone on screen, when you watch the races, don't look at the saddle cloth number. You have to look at the gate number. So if you're interested in betting byline, you want to watch gate three because byline is going to have the number one saddle cloth. And Davey, it's probably a real good idea for all viewers to at least know the colors of the um, silks so that you can follow these horses a little better, Davey. Correct? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, and, and and this, as we'll, we'll breeze through, I mean, this really is just a single and move on in, in American parlance, prob probably. Yeah. Uh, All right, let, um, let's talk about your top choice, Davey, in this race. Uh, your top choice is the number six, Miss Cut. Miss the Cut, yeah. who is the breaking from uh, the nine hole with Osteen Murphy, which is quite a Osteen Murphy, which is quite a story that we don't have time to get into. He's just mm -hmm. coming back from a suspension. A very good rider. What do you like about this horse, uh, uh, Davy? Well, I, I mean, it, its most recent uh, race was against the horse, uh, which he beat on the All Weather at Lingfield, a, a UK All Weather track, just by a nose or so. But this horse, Algiers, that he beat, has since gone onto the dirt at Dubai and won like in spectacular fashion and is currently the favorite for the Dubai World Cup. Um, uh, his, his, his replays have to be seen to be believed. I mean, he's, he's come from wide and, and so on. Um, this is actually an American bred um, horse uh, by Quality Road, American owners in it as well, Lane's End amongst others. 
Um, David, we got the, we got the replay. You said the race is on the inside of Avania. And sorry what? about that. We got this is um, his last race. He's going to come over the top and beat Algiers. Let me get to it. This is a really nice closer, a progressive four-year-old. You can mm. take it from here. He's the horse in the red on the outside, uh, Davey, right here. Yeah, yeah. See, you see him coming down. Um, and he, he nails he nails Algiers on the line here. And and even at this stage, knowing the track, he wouldn't think he was going to do that, but he did. Um, and, yeah, just watch it. Yeah, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. This is, a, this is a serious finish, Davey, the last 200 yeah. here. Uh, yeah, serious finish. And you have to listen to what people are, what people are saying, inclu including the connections. Uh, the trainer, a young trainer who I may have just maybe have, you know, not really taken seriously initially. Uh, he's a serious horseman. He's come through the grades, the apprenticeships. He knows what he's doing. And uh, and serious connections have entrusted him with good horses. And this is another example. And they're talking about him as being a top 10 type of horse for the, for the European campaign. So this is going to be a serious grade one animal going ahead in the future. Not, you know, this grade yeah. three, he should really push them aside. And you can um, see he's, you know, owned by some Lane's End, St. Elias. He's got some uh, American connections. Pete, yeah. I think this this could definitely be a Breeders' Cup turf horse if he has the kind of year that we think he's going to have. Uh, oh, oh no more. doubt. Yeah, no doubt about that, too. Uh, that, I mean, we should expect, again, like we talked about before, this is one you could expect to see at some point, hopefully here in the States, if the if the year goes as expected. Yeah, Davey, well, you see, well, I don't know if you can see this, Davey, in the corner yeah. there, but four, there's no way we're getting four to one on this horse. You see four to one there are the odds on the American PPs. This is why this show is important, a lot of their shows, because mm -hmm. there might be people like, okay, he looks okay, he's four to one. You and I well, both think this horse should be what's odds on in this race, Brad. Well, the, ho the, ho the horse has been the favorite on the British anti-post markets now for yeah. about a month. And he's gone from maybe eleven to eight into six to five into even money. He's now he's now like four to five. Yeah, so, I've got it right 10, there, Davey. Here's the ten to, these, 10 to these, eleven. Yeah, yeah. These yeah. are some. This is from Odds Checker. Everyone, we're yeah. going to show yeah. this to Pete. These yeah. are the anti posts right now. You got Miss the Cut, who's odds yeah. on, and Mustadaf yeah. around three and a half, and then Sir Busker um, yeah. around. The Odds Checker will change because a lot of them will move to a, the Saturday card. So some bookies will still sure. have it on an anti-post and some other words. It's a transitional period, but yeah. Uh, either way, he's he's the hot fa he's the hot favorite. Uh, I, I, and my lazy eye was going to just accept it at that and, and 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 move on. But you have to be aware of a couple of things to uh, of things that could go wrong. Uh, 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 and one of them is that the horse is a cult. And uh, four-year-old cult, and there's one uh, mare in the race. Uh, and then, <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. There's one mare in the race, and he's drawn in the in the next gate. Uh, oh boy! <laughs> uh oh, Petey might have a little looking, a looking a little side eye. Might not, might lose a little focus in the gate. Well, you're saying? You know, you know, I, 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 I've seen these like you know heralded horses before, and I've <laughs> I've, I've loaded onto them. And I've, okay. I, I, you know, I've opened up the potato chips or whatever you call it and the beer and I'm sitting there and the next thing the broadcast starts and the horse is a muck of sweat, you know, 10 minutes before and you've done your money, you know. So my advice to people is that maybe this is it. I actually I'm actually going to suggest to play an exactor. We'll get to that in a minute. But, my, okay. you know, you know, don't I wouldn't play this horse until close to until you've actually seen this horse going close to the gate, really, because okay. if he's a cult and that and he hasn't seen a mare like that before. And it's okay. a nice hot day in Arabia. He he might blow a gasket. And what are you going to do then, you know? 
Well, the weather, it's going to be in the 80s. It's going to actually will be cooler when the race goes off. It's going to be very comfortable. The weather's beautiful there, a little on the warm yeah. side this week. Yeah. Uh, Davey, very quickly, so I want to move on. Can you talk a little bit about your second choice, Dubai yeah. Future, and your third Dubai choice? Future is, is a race-fit Group 3 horse that's been ra- that has not had a break this year, has gone straight into a campaign in Bahrain in the, at the end of last year in November, has gone on to Maidan, uh, and has performed credibly in Group 2 and Group 3 races in Maidan, getting into, like, second place and fifth place. Good horse, uh, good yardstick, uh, and, and the best of the rest, in my, in my opinion. Uh, I would play a straight exactor, a, a 6-3. That would be my bet, uh, or a single on, on the 6. But again, right. I, I, would wait, I would wait to see the go in the gate. I, I wanted to put in a local Arabian horse, uh, a regional horse, for third place and I tried and tried I watched a lot of replays and I couldn't do it I wasn't going to about to put a, a square peg in a round hole here I just wasn't okay. going to happen so I landed on uh, Mustaf Mustadaf for third okay I have that wrong then so it should be six three seven then I guess I, I might have misread something you sent let me change that yeah, um, I, might have, I might have given you that wrong as well no, it's is no problem Mustadaf going six three seven uh, Mustadaf is second in the uh, in, in the betting uh, by some people uh, right now. Uh, when you look at the PPs, uh, Pete, you do see some familiar names. Lost to Broom last year. Uh, lost to, uh, didn't handle the soft. Um, Mustadoff, if something happens uh, with Miss the Cut, Mustadoff can certainly fire and win here, uh, Davey. Agreed? Agreed, yeah. But, um, you know, he's not, he's, he's not race fit, so I'm not, I'm, no. I'm not sure. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, I prefer I prefer the Pat Crosgrave coming from the two gate uh, to to have, to have a better chance than. than, than I, I think Mr. Cut Pete is is a very logical single here in the pick six or any kind of yeah. uh, verticals or key on top. And um, I mean, I he you never know; it's a long race, etc. But Pete, he looks tough to beat. Yeah, although I actually picked him in second. I actually had the seven most of the F on top, just okay. hoping that more of, <clears throat> excuse me, more of if we can, I do agree that I think um, the price, the price that you're not, you're not getting that four to one price. I missed the cut. So if you're looking for a little bit more of a price, I like the seven and you look at the class, but again, it's been off for a little while. You'd like to see something in between a 20 place finish, even though it was the arc, you still like to see potentially something in between that race and this race, but just on class alone and general form, I think that horse at least fits, especially if missed the cut for some reason doesn't run to expected. Sure. So this was my top choice. There's one other one I liked underneath. I can't, I don't remember what the odds, I guess that's only six to one. I liked Sir Busker a bit. Davey, what'd you think about Sir Busker? Just as more of a, he's going to be stuck in the back. He's going to be hopefully rolling late. And maybe yeah. to, to hit underneath, but I don't like Sabasco for a few reasons. Uh, okay. he, he's a handicapper, uh, what they call a handicapper, a horse that's been running in low level company that yep. burst through late in life and got lucky when the group races were kind of like undersubscribed, did well, plucky, etc. Uh, known and has been, been advertised by his connections as a seven furlong horse. I think this is too far for him, despite getting Ryan Moore. And um, I think its last most recent rates been race has been a bit tardy getting out of the gate. So I think all yeah. of that put together, you know, I, I'm I'm giving I'm giving Sabuska a swerve. 
Okay. Yeah, and I, I didn't like him on top at all. I just thought if if he was a, if he floats up, I didn't know if he'd be somebody maybe in the underneath spot to just clean one, it up a bit. One thing after going through my Arabians, and I sent a few videos to Howard, which we don't need to show because ultimately I decided against them. But the, probably the two likely ones of the Arabians, most likely would be Star of Winds, a former William Haggis horse. And that's won its last couple of um, um, uh, third but last and second but last race in, in Saudi Arabia. They tried him over the dirt as well, but that didn't work out. But the, the, that, that's a threat. And the Bahraini horse, uh, English trainer, uh, has this um, Gerard Mosse on, on board. He's a long-standing jockey, road winners in the arc and has raced in Hong Kong many years. He's in his late 50s now, but... He's a shrewd jockey. He, you know, he he can pull something out. He he might be one to throw in underneath as well. But the rest I can't. I, the rest I couldn't get. I couldn't. I couldn't get. I tried, but I couldn't get. Um, I want to just comment on something in in the chat because I think this is really important. Um, and I'm JW. I'm going to respectfully disagree with you for a lot of reasons. JW said, "Why bother doing all that homework when the takeout is so high?" And 99% of horse players lose money, which obviously is not true. But shouldn't you focus on one track? I'm assuming JW is sort of poo-pooing us going through this card at all. Um, Davey and Pete, I think the exact opposite. I think if you deep dive and do your homework, there's a lot of bad money out there, especially from United States betters. And this is actually the kind of day where you can make a lot of money. And Davey, you and I have proved that over these international big race days. Yeah, well, we we hit it last year, actually, didn't we? I mean, yes, we did. You know. Oh, I don't know. So, I I, just, I guess I don't really need a comment, Pete. But I just, if you don't know what you're doing, then yeah, you should skip it. And you, yeah, I mean, yeah, don't yeah. play it if you don't know these horses. But to me, Pete, this is this is uh, the kind of day where you can actually go the opposite way, and there's there's a, more bad money on these days than than a regular day in America on a Saturday. Well, and plus, I mean, if you if you do follow even the big cards, like I think we're so used to in the U.S. when you see some of the the big days of racing, where you get a lot of favorites, you get a lot of low priced horses. It's not worth the value sometimes. No. Whereas when you look at some of these overseas big days, the the odds get so sort of skewed, and you can just get prices. And I mean, Absolutely. I've had some of my biggest days on international cards because of that, because you can hit a, I mean, especially when you start getting into those. 15 to 20, 20 plus fields on some of these days, like when you get to Ascot and some of those bigger events, you get those big fields. The odds are crazy. A horse is horse. You get more here. We're always like, Oh, you got a nice nine to five shot on top of a three to one. And it pays, <laughs> you know, eight fifty, and you're pissed. But here, I think you just, you wind up just getting prices. I mean, you saw it in the, in the Saudi cup last year. I mean, that was a, what do you pay two. <laughs> 220 um, one, i think yeah, yeah. So. Uh, all right let's let's move on guys we gotta keep this moving um pete by the way did you have a hit today no that was not me no that was definitely not me said your friend pete won the 2000 okay it's another pete all i right, wish that was on. me that would all right sorry me. about that let's move okay. on guys next race yeah. again real quick this is the 1351 turf sprint it's at uh 545 local time there so again 945 eastern this race is, it's not six furlongs, it's not six and a half, Pete, it's not seven, it's six and three quarters furlongs. <laughs> How do I know? Because I did the math, of course. Yeah. Um, 1,351 meters, hence the name. Davey, I found this to be a tough race. I don't know if I'm going to bet this race, actually. I might just sit this one out. Um, mm -hmm. But your picks here, let me bring that up. Sorry, here yeah. are where are your picks. Yeah. There we go. You are going seven 
10, 9 in this race. So let me go ahead and switch over to uh, the PPs. Your top mm-hmm. choice, you're, yeah. you're really not going with the um, favorites here at all in this race, which I find interesting. You are going yeah. with a bomb yeah, on top. The number yeah. 7, I believe it's pronounced Raid, yeah. 20 to 1 mooring line from post yeah. 3. This is a local horse who exploded last time on turf. Yeah, and I hope you've got the replay lined up for that. Uh, I'm uh, sure I do. Um, I don't think you sent one to me, but I, I don't oh. think I do. Um, oh, oh, okay. Well, uh, I think, Sorry about I, think that. I think anyway. All right. Well, uh, we, you know, maybe I can find it and throw it in later. Okay. Um, all right. So, um, but for this horse, when you say it's a local horse, what you have to realize is that it's not necessarily a local horse. This horse wasn't born and bred in Saudi Arabia. This was purchased. Uh, and this horse was actually part of the Shadwell uh, Sheikh Hamdan dispersal recently. Mm. Uh, it won its maiden by five and a half lengths over firm turf. And if you've seen the the, the horse's uh, most recent win against uh, 20 other competitors over the same distance, uh, it loves the firm turf. Uh, it's by a, uh, it's a dark angel. So what does that mean? That means, you know, Bata- that's hot, the sire of hot sprinters, Batash. Harry Angel, Mecca's Angel won the Breeders' Cup, R- Raging Bull, for example. Yeah. So it's all there. Uh, it's a former Brian Meehan trained horse, and it's going to go under the radar. And uh, initially, it was in my second wave of things to think about because I had my favorite horses here, the Happy Romance, which I flagged last year. And that fin- I was a 20 to 1 shot that came second, if people remember. I liked Restencia as well, an Ar- uh, Argentine dam to a Japanese sire. You know, it's won many group ones in, in Japan. I like that too. And I was bouncing around. And uh, it's when you do the work. It's when you go through the pedigrees. It's when you go through the results. It's when you go through the local form and watch Saudi Arabian websites and, and see the horse. And you know that Ricardo Ferreira, the jockey who's been who's riding in Saudi Arabia, is a competent rider. You know, it, it, it all adds up as a shot. And there's been a little bit of money for it in the UK. It's come in from 14 to 1 to 12 to 1 at, at William Hill there in, the, in this afternoon. So there's a trickle of money. And, um, yeah, I, you know, I, 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 I'm not sure what it has to be. You know, Casa Creed is a great horse. It did well last year. But, you know, why is it there? Is it, I think, Mike Francesa, the New York radio guy, is they're all saying, well, let's have another yeah. roll of the dice. You know what I mean? Are these guys, you know, are these guys really serious? You know, like, you know, they've gone to the well another time. You know what I mean? So to me, this is this is an up and coming horse. If, if you know, if Sheikh uh, Hamdan, God rest him, hadn't passed away, you know, this horse might be uh, the one everyone's talking about right now in the UK, you know, at Royal Ascot or something. Instead, yeah. it got bought. It got it got sent down to Saudi Arabia. It's off the radar screens. You know, the regular punter is going to look at the names of all the horses that he or she knows and... And then, boom, where did this one come from? So I feel like I've done a bit of the work, and I feel like this one has is, is got a credible chance. Um, now, David, you know Songline, who won last year, who beat yeah. Happy Romance and beat Casa Creed. Songline, who's a mayor from Japan, who's really talented, is going to yeah. take the bulk of the money. There's Songline right there, two to one with Christophe Lemaire. Um, what is it you not like about Songline and, um, and, and some of these – top choices in the market right now well uh, you know it's it's it's, it's, it's coming off a bit of a break song line uh it, it it was expected to springboard from that victory in Riyadh last year and i don't think it really did that much it won a, it won a race but 
uh, I was expecting more from it. And uh, there was also an interview with Christophe Lemaire in Saudi yesterday where, you know, you get to know, you know, part of the handicapping or the punting game for me is, is getting used to straight up characters and getting used to guys who, you know, talk with both sides of the mouth, you know? And, and, and so, you know, and I get a, a mental, you know, I reckon, I remember who's who and who, you know, who's, who's bullshitting and who isn't. And Christophe Lemaire was talking about and he, the horse and he said, well, you know, she has to be at her very best to win this, you know? And to me, that was a clue. You know, I, I, I like to, I like to, I like to say that he was basically saying, you know, this isn't a slam dunk. So that, that put caution to the wind for me. And, and I, and I scratched a bit more and then, you know, I tossed around with, Lucille with Ristencia with Happy Romance and all of this and then I had to go back to the Saudis I put them in a separate category and I and then I went through them all one by one uh, well you know there's two of them but and, you know I went through them and you know this this one really stood out uh, after watching the replay um, yeah I, um, I, I you know the- I like horses with a little bit of recency I don't mind horses off the layoff but you mentioned Pete about or uh, Davey, sorry, you mentioned to miss the cut might look to um, his right and see a mare. Uh, some of these horses are coming from cold weather environments, Davey. So I'm going to walk, look at their coats. I know you mentioned the, their yeah. coats and how they look. If they're sweating profusely, that's not a good thing. You really, you really got to pay attention to, to the pre-race um, right. uh, festivities, so to speak, Davey, in these, in these days, don't you? Yeah, 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 for sure. And and uh, I, I'm actually going to send you the, the the link to this if you if you if you if you if you want. I don't know if you have the time, but I think we're going to go ahead and move on. And no disrespect, Davy, because we got to get on the, the main but, four. But uh, people people right. can look for themselves. So Davy's going with a yeah. with a roughy, a long shot, Raid at twenty to one yeah, point well, line, I'll, about fifteen to one overseas. I'll give I'll give people the code on the Saudi side to watch it. It's H one four four three. Okay. Um, just coming up. Actually, let's move on. I'll give them. To, I'll give it to people later. By okay? the way, the 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 track. The if you go to the the track specific webpage, a lot of these horses you could find their replays. Then they're all sort of yeah. lumped together as opposed to searching for them on YouTube. So I was easier. It was easier to find some of them there as opposed yeah. to trying to search everything. So go to the track webpage, and you'll be able yeah. to find some of these replays, especially on the Saudi horses. I just want to mention one horse, and then, Pete, if you have anything, we're going to move on. Uh, Bathrat Leone, to me, is very interesting. This horse won the Godolphin Mile uh, last year in Saudi Arabia. He's turning back, Pete, but I love turnbacks. I think this is going to fit like a glove. I don't know the pace situation of this race, to be honest, which is why I might not bet it. But Bathrat Leone, I don't have the number in front of me, um, I think is very interesting uh, in this race. So, Pete, anything you want to add? Otherwise, we'll just move on. No, I sort of yeah. like Casa Creed as the, you know, he's one of my favorite sure. horses and, and he ran so well last year. And yep. I like Pogo. I like Pogo a bit too, which is a horse that's a little bit familiar to us because yep. was ran here the in the, in the Breeders' Cup. Yeah. Yep. And I think, I think it was a little over his head in that race, but okay. still, still was in the mix and was on, you know, sort of up on the pace. But I think he can, again, coming back to seven, which yep. I think he's at his best. And he ran this race last year, by the way. Pete didn't do as well, but was up close to the pace. He's got some early speed. He's yeah. very rank. He's like, very um energetic horse he'll probably be up close somewhere early. i think his form was got a little better as the year went on so maybe if you yeah. can carry that over at a, at a decent price you can get him in the mix as well absolutely all right davy and pete it is time for the last four races and i think davy i think they're entering the track hold on ah 
Yes, they are. Okay, there's the call to the post for us, us Americans. They use like, what the hell is that? I don't. Where, where's the, where's the, where's the queen or well, or the king now or whatever going to mm -hmm. with with the carriage? Um, all right, guys, let's get to our picks. Now, the bottom of the screen, you see our uh, picks, and again, these are not post numbers, ladies and gentlemen. You got to look at the program carefully. Um, the, those are our program numbers. They're gonna be breaking from uh, different spots. Let's go ahead to race five. This is the uh, start of the late pick four. I'm going to go ahead and bring it on screen right there. This is the Long Jeans Red Sea Turf Handicap. This is a long distance race. It's a mile and seven eighths. A mile and seven eighths on the turf. You see the pri the pool, the uh, sorry, the uh, prize is $2.5 million. It's a group three. It's 3,000 meters, 15 furlongs. David, there's a lot of horses here. Uh, that are coming off playoffs. There's horses coming in from all over the world. This is a fascinating race to me, Davey. And I yeah. really think we're going the, the same top three. This is a race yeah. where we are both fading, I think, some of the horses at the top of the market. Yeah. And we're yeah. going with number eight horse, Sisfahan, on top. Okay. Well, let me let me tell you why I'm going with that. Because it's a group one horse. It's a, it's a German derby winner. And let me name three of the horses it beat when it was at Del Mar in the uh, Breeders' Cup. It finished seventh out of 14, but it beat Rock Emperor, it beat Gufo, and it beat Tanawa. So that's not bad. Um, it's um, it's a one-length defeat. of uh, It lost to Taquato Tasso in, uh, Tasso in um, yes. the German group race. Uh, and it gets a jockey, yeah, which is great form, the arc winner. And it gets a jockey. Most people here will know of Tom Marquand. He recently broke his collarbone in uh, Australia. But there's another young jockey. When I say young, I mean, these guys aren't young anymore. They've sort of been young for two or three or four years. But an up-and-comer, you know, the guys who are going to replace the Dottoris and, and Ryan Moores, in, in, you know, in the next five years. And that's Jack Mitchell. Uh, I actually played Jack Mitchell when he was on uh, Tokwata Tasso in, in the German derby uh, on the nose. He was 40 to 1, and um, yeah. primarily because Jack Mitchell was riding, it, it, it finished second. Uh, but I think that's that a great jockey book. Of course, that horse went on to win the, the Arctic Triumph that year as well. With the Arctic, yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah. Known as a soft, a soft, uh, soft core specialist. Yeah. But uh, what, 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 what I like most about, uh, well, what I like most about Sisterfan is that he's. It, this is a sort of a he, he he's well in at the weights in this race he's a group one horse and he's racing against handicappers and he's got less weight than some of them and equal weight so it's what the english would would say he's well in and and, and i think that's meaningful now the trainer's wife who did the draw she was interviewed and she said well he didn't get a race we wanted to get a race into him but it was a very cold winter in germany and bloody blah, blah, blah and he's got a bit of condition now you know having a bit of conditions you know you know, it's not great, but it's, you know, horses can win with it. Um, and I think this horse is good enough. So I'm putting it on top. But I, Davey I think is a little cold in the market. He's around. This is 12 to 1 we see. We know this is going to change, but yeah. I think you're going to get a decent price on this horse on Saturday. You'll get a decent price. I think what, what, I'm, what I'm looking at, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying he's going to win straight out. I'm definitely looking at it. My biggest bet of the whole day will be a trifecta in this race. And it will involve boxing uh, my three horses in the f in the first three places, and then adding the horses I'm fading in in the third spot. And wow. that'll be a bunch okay. of horses. So you're right, gonna do uh, 
what we call a partial wheel. You're going to go three by X by X. Correct, uh, Davey? Yeah, three by three by, by, by eight. There you go. Okay, yeah. terrific. That's how, that's how I would do it. And what, what, Davey, what, do you what, have those numbers for people that are interested? Do you have those specific numbers that bet yeah, exactly? Do, yeah. Would you I mind? Would go, yeah, I would, I would go three, six, eight, three, six, three, eight. Six, eight. Three, six, with three, eight, six, eight. With one, two, three, six, seven, eight, nine, and 11. Okay, let's repeat that one more time. Davy's play of the day is a trifecta in this in this race. He's going three six eight with three six eight, and then give us those numbers in third, Davy. One two three six seven eight nine and eleven. There you go. Okay. Well, we can send the show right now because I'm just going to win thousand dollars on that one right there. Um, well, you're going to be you're going to be in a pool with a lot of guys from Hong Kong and 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 France and the UK, and they're all going to be playing their favorite horses and so on. Yeah. So a lot of there's going to be a lot of liquidity. Now, okay. what, what, what I'm doing, what I'm, what I'm doing is two things: is I'm fading the fav, the favorite, which is the, clearly on history the best horse in the race, subjectivist, but it's been out for two years and a very bad injury. It's coming back, and I think they'll be happy with a bit of place prize money and getting the horse, getting a race into the horse. I think they're fine with that. And the other horse I'm fading is Trollerman. Now, most people will play De Tori. He just had a four timer in uh, Santa Anita. It's, it's a Godolphin horse. It looks great, but it's basically a handicapper. It's not a group horse, this trawler man, you know? And, and the ultimate prize for this horse this year will be going to Dubai in five weeks' time, you know? So that's the target for me. Uh, so I'm fading it. I'm not going to say he's not going to finish um, third, fourth, or fifth, whatever, but I don't see him becoming – I don't see him in the first two. Or oh, I don't see subjectivists I- in the first two. And so that's that's, uh, that's Pete's second choice. Look at the breeding. No, Pete. actually, it's golden funny. Horn after... out, golden horn out of a monsoon mare. The breeding is just unbelievable. There we go. It's funny. Ahead. I actually, I actually, after when I was putting, after I had sent you the picks and I got the PPs, I actually switched and oh. moved the two down. And I'm oh. actually like one eight three was my sort of, okay. was my sort of. So I'm actually with Davey and and uh, on the eight. So once okay. I got the PPs and I was able to look at it a little more, I didn't send it to you, but yeah. Okay, there you I go. Man, like you guys are making my job. Now I've, not only got to click screens, I got to switch numbers. Well, That's the right. PPs came it's out a little good. late. So, right. you know, we, we had to, we had to rush no. through that one a bit, uh, but I can we, but I, can we and, talk and about I, the three guys, um, Davey, I have, I own this 20 to one Pete. This is why for JW and everyone else out there, this is why this, our dumbass Americans, we don't know what we're doing with these horses, Pete. This is mm-hmm. why this is a great betting day. This horse is 20 to one in our PPs. Um, I love this horse. Now, this is a replay I've got. I've got a bunch of replays, Davey. This is a yeah, replay. Yeah, yeah. I think this is the correct race. Enemy breaks very slow. Let me bring up this replay. Getting so back. All right, let me let me back it up a little bit here. Not too much. Enemy is the uh, not enemy is the eight right here. Breaks very slow, guys, and is way in the back of the pack and makes a huge sustained run. And wins like easily. This was really impressive. I'll just go ahead and show this again. Enemy is in these. Back. Uh, and they racing. Enemy's nice, right there in this in these colors right there. It's breaking really slow. Four seats in the Make sure you mute it, Howard. You got. You got. Oh, I'm sorry. You guys can hear that. Sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. Okay. It's all good. Enemy is enemy is way back here, way back here. Okay. Uh, I think it's a, I think it's the four right there. Now, when you yeah. go into this stretch, this horse saves ground the entire way and makes a huge run and like does it really impressively. I mean, we got to show this run. Let me bring it forward here. I think I'm pretty sure it's one of these two back markers. 
Um, hold on, let me go forward here. Okay, I, it's one of these. Two, I think it's this. It's one of these two back markers. I'm sorry, I'm not sure which number it is right now. We'll we'll see the source uh, come through. Just waiting and waiting and waiting and making an absolutely huge run. I think it's yeah, it's in the red right here. Uh, yep, you guys see right here. He's in the red and it's going to. Oh, I'm sorry. This is get shirty. This is get yeah, shirty. I'm yeah. sorry, uh, Davey. Yeah, yeah. This is get yeah. shirty right here. Get shirty makes a big run race, for a yeah. second. Sorry about that, Davey. Do you want to talk get shirty yeah. a little bit right here? Well, you know that's also a, a monson. And you look at look at the, look at the action there. There's a great determination, a terrier-like quality about these monsons. You know, to come and win. You know, like this. And get shirty has this. Uh, one thing to say about both enemy and get shirty in contrast to the. To the, to the other horse in my in my in my top three ish um Sishvahan. Uh Sishvahan's the group one horse or the group horse, you know, the Breeders' Cup, you know, uh seventh place horse. These are handicappers, but these are race hard race fit handicappers. They've both had races. Uh and the other the other thing to note about them, and this is why it's important to also know not just about where horses have been, but where horses are intended for. Both of these horses had entries in the Melbourne Cup last year. Now they didn't go for one reason or another. There's more. There's more issues with the the, the vets in 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 Melbourne checking the horses and this, that, and the rest. But that shows you that these two horses are at the top of the handicapping game in this long distance race. So that they're very live in my book, and they've got very very strong trainers. Uh, one of them you'll know is the trainer of Rashoon, is Ian Williams. He trains Enemy. So, oh, you know, so that's right. I knew that name sounded familiar. So I apologize, everyone home. So Enemy is right here. I'm, I'm on to the yeah. This is Enemy the 12. What's weird about this race, guys, at the beginning, these two jockeys are like talking to each other as if like there was a, a mistake in the gate because watch how slow these two break. Enemy is right here. You see how uh, the jockey, like they're, look at this. They're like leaning over, like talking. Like, I don't know what's going on here. And they break as if like they're not ready. Do you see this? Like, look how slow that was. It was really weird. I don't know. I hope everyone saw that. But anyway, here's Enemy right here in the blue. And this run that Enemy makes, like, he's right here. He's the way back here, guys. This run that Enemy makes uh, was really impressive. Here's Enemy right, you see, right here, guys. You see this right here? Just waiting and waiting and waiting, waiting on the turn and absolutely explodes. Here he's right, uh, right here. Do you see him right? He's going to dive to the inside, guys. Here's Enemy. This is a serious move here, Davy Lane, and yeah, yeah. does it for does it for fun. I, yeah. I love this run right here by Enemy, Davy. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I was taken, I was taken with it, and and the horse is is not just the sort of arrived all of a sudden. What one one interesting thing to note, and I'm not sure if it's on American PPs, but when the horse eventually landed at Ian Williams, the horse had a, had a wind operation. Now you know what that means. It's some sort of. Uh, yeah, procedure where they mess with the throat or the you know the various types of wind operations. Displace the <laughs> displaces palate. There's a lot of things. Yeah, he could have done. Yeah. things. But I, uh, th this is a huge. You know, uh, this the 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 surgery on this is improving day by day, and the horses are coming out like gangbusters sometimes. And if you get a horse after a wind operation, it 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 can change a horse, and this obviously has changed this horse. Well, that's uh, yeah. funny because Davy, that was uh, that was one of the reasons why I I had the three because if you were looking at the racing post, you could see that this horse moved up into 
better company in like July and August and didn't run that well, but that August run was just terrible. And even if you can look on like the racing post ratings, like their, their little speed figures, they sort of dipped from the prior and then comes back, gets the wind surgery. It said August 31st. So it was right after that, that Mm -hmm. August 20th race, which was terrible and then had the time off. And then you see, even though that was lower company and it was a handicap race, the rating went back up and the, the race just looked more impressive. So yeah. to me, I looked at that the same way and said that must have done something. And hopefully he may not class back up and he may not be, he's still over at like the stakes level. He may yeah, not yeah. class back up, but if he's, if he's better and if he's sounder and if he's can breathe better, obviously, mm-hmm. then yeah. I think at 20 to one plus whatever we're going to get, nice. I like this one. Yeah. No, I, I like it a lot. We, we got to move on guys. Get, get shirty was that horse. I apologize. I was closing in for a second. I know yeah. Silver Sonic from uh, Japan is taking a lot of money. He's he's live, although he did get a dream trip last time. There's mm-hmm. Sisfahan. Uh, Davey, we're going to move on. Any, any other thoughts on this race? This, this is a big race for you. It's your big bad, big bad yeah. of the day is right here. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've dismissed the two Japanese, but I'm not going to rule them out of coming in for third place either. You know, I'm not, I'm not a fool okay. that way. You know, <laughs> you know uh, but also, I've included one local horse in this, my Frankel. Uh, James Doyle is riding it. And, uh, you know, that's a former Michael Stout trained horse. And that could okay. pop up for a third place as well. So don't, that's, that's in the list. What, what, in, Pete, how would you like to be called my secretariat? I mean, no, no pressure on the horse. Is the horse yeah, is my, my Frankel. Frankel. I mean, yeah. That's crazy. Not, not exactly living up to the to the Frankel, but you know, you not gotta, exactly. If you could, if All you right, guys, let's today, go on to the next race. Yeah. Let's go on to the next race. The next race is the Saudi Derby. Pete, you and I have a little better feel for this race with some uh, one big American in this race, of course, for uh, Baffert. Let me go ahead and bring up the uh, entries here. This race is a mile. It's a flat mile, a uh, one turn. Here we go right here. Flat mile, one turn, 1.5 million for the restricted three-year-olds are in this race. To me, this is a two-horse race. I'll just scroll down here. You can see the field here. There's a bunch of horses coming from South America. Uh, there's some there's some Japanese horses. And then second from the bottom, you have the Baffert horse for Frankie Dettori, big favorite in this race, having a meltdown who really is, is a very fast horse. And you see our picks there. On the bottom of the screen, most of us are, are Davey and I are going with the 12. Pete's going to go a different direction. Pete, I'm going to have you go first. You like my map, who's bred in the U.S. This is a horse that's been running, I believe, in the Middle East. Yeah, and, and this was more of a, again, having a meltdown looks like on paper the obvious choice. The one thing I did like, though, is there's a, there seems to be a lot of speed in this race. So having a meltdown, at least in the U.S., was sort of very forwardly placed and even was contending with Cave Rock on the lead when, when Cave Rock beat him. Lorelei is also speed, and then there was... Um, Commissioner King has a little bit of speed and I didn't look at every single horse, but I thought there was enough speed in here. And my map main again, that might be another one who doesn't class up and, but I just loved watching that horse run. And when you watched him run, he just explodes and he really demolished competition. Now, again, it was much lower level. So I'm taking a shot with the price, but I agree that having a meltdown on paper looks like it's going to be pretty tough. But if you watch this horse again, it's beating very much lower class, but some of the horses in this race, but I do think that if this horse does class up, then I, you never know. And I'll take it at a price. Pete, you yeah. said some horses have some speed. Just from my knowledge, where did you find that? Like, how did, how did you know that 
Um, you mentioned the Commissioner King has or at least you I, I just happened play? to I was or, watching the I was watching some of these races and uh, Commissioner King just seems to try and get okay. away. And that's so how you watch the replay. You watch the replay. I watched the replays okay. and Lorelai, who's actually the, not the horse I have in second. That one is very quick out of the gate, which, again, we don't always equate with some of the overseas horses. Yeah, that one was quick. But I think that's enough to where if having a meltdown leaves like a Baffert horse is known to do. There may be some competition up front and maybe yeah. the pace heats up, which is, again, isn't always the case overseas. But you start throwing an American speed horse in there and and who knows? Oh, having a meltdown is going, Pete. I don't. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, Davey, who was the Baffert horse we tried to beat last year in Dubai and just barely? Was it Pinehurst? Pinehurst. Yeah. Pinehurst. Yeah. Remember we tried to beat Pinehurst last year, Davey, and he went to the lead yeah. and he, we yeah, just yeah. missed getting him. This is yeah. this feels like the same kind of race, Davey, where yeah. having a meltdown is like last year's Pinehurst, where having a meltdown, Pete, I don't care how fast these other horses are. I'd be shocked if having a meltdown doesn't have the lead here. Um, yeah. But well, I think the horses could press him. And uh, Davey and I have having a meltdown on top. But there's a horse, Davey, that you and I – having second and I absolutely love this horse. I think this horse has a big shot and I've replayed a show. This is three to one morning lines already pretty low uh, in the um, morning lines in the PPs. Derma Sodagake. This is a very talented Japanese horse, Davey. And as you talk, I'm going to show a replay. Okay. All right. Go ahead. What do you like about which, this? Horse? Which horse, which replay are you showing? Howard? Uh, I'm going to show the one you sent. This is the one that he won last time. Um, in in um, December, this one you see on the screen. Okay, hold on, hold on. Um, he's the four horse. He's gonna be the four horse closing here on the outside, which I'll go ahead and show right here. Okay, all right, hold on. He's gonna be coming right here in, in these silks right here, Davy. Yeah, it's green. I think it's this is his last silk. run. I believe it's his last run. Oh yeah, the, the he only won by a head though, wasn't it? A close race, right? Correct. Correct. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. What do you like well, about this horse, Davy? Yeah, you, you, you know it's it, it, it's a will to win, isn't it? Really, you know this is an this is an, another example. Uh, yeah, I'm just watching it slowly. Yeah, yeah, the the, the 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 it's a bit it was a bit fuzzy there to see, but I, yeah, from yeah. what I rem remember, it was it was a will to win. And I also remember looking at the other Japanese horses, and I wasn't as impressed by their by their general way they went about winning and there was something more about that horse's tenacity that that was really the okay. main that was really the main reason uh i, I went with it there's no, no nothing special nothing special for it well, i, I well, did I find it interesting more. that some of the marquee jockeys some of the marquee jockeys went went booked for for some of these uh, japanese japanese horses in the dark yeah. i was curious about that but a few things i found interesting yeah. for everyone at home first of all uh, this horse, Pete, this horse is by Mind Your Biscuits. Yeah, I know uh, that. that who's a very a, popular a very sire. Yep. Yep. A popular yep. sire in, in, in Japan. Of course, Mind Your Biscuits, as you might remember, Davey, uh, won the Dubai Shima. It was a real nice sprinter. Um, but this horse has been able to stretch out. The other thing is you see this horse in third, this uh, Pierre, uh, per Perrier, ran in yeah, Hong Kong. Uh, right. Ran last weekend, guys, and won – in one of the yeah. Kentucky Derby preps in Japan. So that flatters the form of Derma uh, Sertogake. I think this is a very interesting horse. They've got to come back to 
Uh, I mean, I, or sorry, I having a meltdown. Davy's got to come back to the field, but if he does, Pete, this is like the closer that I want. Um, obviously, this is gonna be a much lower price to me. It's one of these two, Pete, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I I, I had that horse as sort of a you know, and I, I think we talk about on our on our pick five shows, I guess sort of a, a B somewhere between a B C level. But I, I agree with you that I think coming off the pace, if we do get some sort of speed up front, I think this one's definitely going to be a beneficiary. Yep. And I just, again, for everyone at home, I do want to show um, some recent odds. Again, everyone just go to odds checker and you can see these odds here are, you know, approximate odds right now. You see having a meltdown is, you know, around, you know, what, three to two-ish. Actually, continue. Yeah. is getting a lot of money, Davey. This is another uh, Japanese horse. Yeah, may- maybe because the trainer was interviewed and he said his his, his best chance of his three, <laughs> of his three is Continuar. And he was wearing a hat with Continuar on it and a jacket with Continuar. So he was, flagging, he was flagging it. I mean, if, if that's a signal for you, go ahead. I mean, I mean I'm, all for, <laughs> I'm all for signals like that, you know, but... I, I watched the horse race and I didn't quite get it. So it was it was it wasn't for me. You know what the horse I have in third I do like. Trouble is it's a South Southern Hemisphere bred. Uh it gets Jao Marrera. Um it's got too much weight to carry, but it's a stone cold closer. And if this thing is a fast pace, if this I like is this a one, Davy. I, I I had this one, one as like my fourth choice here, Davy. This would but yeah, you're gonna need is, some heat up front, right, Davy? Yeah, exactly. This is Esunico, the Uruguayan horse. Now, if the, and and it gets Marrera on board. And if this is a, if yeah, this horse here, if if this, you know, if this is a speed duel, this horse could come late. Now I'm thinking come late to pick up the pieces and get third. But you know, uh, because it's bred okay. in the Southern Hemisphere, it carries. I'm not sure exactly how much weight more, but it carries a bit. It carries a significant. One one thirty one, Davy. Yeah, one thirty one. Yeah, four year old. Yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, the the um, Continuar guys, you know the breeding of Continuar, Pete? DeFrong, remember that horse? Real fast. I did, I noticed that. That's for, a fast ba- for Baffert, horse. right? Yeah, 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 that was a fast horse. Oh, wow, yeah. yeah. The one thing you know, about that horse was that, that threw me a bit was both the wins were on off track, so I didn't know if maybe he just okay. had an affinity for the off tracks. And he's a sure. little grindy, as we like to we like to think about in our terms. The one before you, I don't know if you're ready to move on, but the Yeah, the two, I'd like to. But real quick, I like the two just for people to check it out. And the one thing I did read, and I don't know if you could take anything from this, in the notes for the race. So this horse had been a monster and is really impressive when you look at, at his races. But then if you look at the last one was terrible and was just sort of up near the lead and just faded to the, to the back as a, as the favorite, I think. And in the notes, it said this one had an endoscopic exam, which revealed a degree of mucus that may have affected the Colts performance. And I was like, if that's true, and they're a little bit more transparent in some of the other countries, obviously we're not used to that here. Then if that one can get back to prior form, he's really fun to watch. And again, I don't know about classing up, but I think that too is, I, he was my second choice for, for that reason, but he's going to have to contend with having a meltdown on the front end. So okay. I just wanted to mention that one in that point, because people might not see that anywhere else. This is great. Again, people take this information for what it's worth. You can decide yeah. what you like, what you don't like, etc. Guys, we got two races left. Let's go to the penultimate race. Uh, this is an American type of race for sure. And the Americans are bringing the heat this year, Pete, in this race. Now, last year, let me go ahead and show the uh, show what we're talking about here. This is race seven. It's the Riyadh Dirt Sprint, $1.5 million. Your, your, your typical six furlongs, your 1,200 uh, meters. This is at 
11.45 Eastern Standard Time. I'll scroll down the field. Dancing Prince won this race last year. You see the Breeders' Cup uh, sprint winner and, um, as Pete knows, Eclipse winner. Eclipse winner. <laughs> debate, we, we, elite yeah, power. <laughs> you got free, You have Gunite, a very nice sprinter as well. Um, Maras is another American that's very fast. Used to be a Middle Eastern horse. Now has been running in the U.S. mainly and is very fast. And then you have Remake, the number eight, who is a very uh, talented Japanese up-and-comer, a closer for a, a jockey in Yuchi Fuganaga, who I believe is retiring. I don't know if it's this weekend. I can't recall. Anyway, David, there's a lot of interesting stories here. I'm going to yeah. let you go first. You're going to go with yeah. that Japanese horse, the number eight remake yeah. on top. Yeah, well, it won by four lengths in its last race, like like it, like uh, you know, yeah, like a bat out of hell, and uh, it's Grade Three race. Um, I, I think it's the best Japanese uh, out outside of the outside of the big race itself. Uh, I think there's something interesting about it being Fuganaga's last race. I think I think that's maybe that's maybe uh, says says something. Um, that'll that'll be good. Um, I, and I'm not particularly that keen on the on the Americans, uh, Gunite um, and Elite Power. I, uh, you know, you know, maybe, maybe you know, Elite Power to me seems like it might have, you know, ran all its races at the end of last year, and they're bringing him over just because he's a Saudi-owned horse. And I don't quite, I don't quite, I don't quite feel it. So um, mm. that's why I'm taking a shot with the Japanese horse. I, I like Meras. I like uh, Chad Summers' way and style of doing things. I like that he put a, a, a jockey from Philadelphia on the horse and kept kept loyal to him and brought him <laughs> over. I think, yeah, yeah, I think, I think that's a great thing. I, I I I like that a lot. You know, you know, you got these work work worker jockeys. Thirty and, to one. What? Yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So these, I, odd, these odds are cuckoo, Pete. So I so yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. I mean, there was a there was a horse on the on the PP. What was it? Eastern Bay, didn't it? Eastern Bay win at like Laurel yes. Park last weekend. Very good. Right? Yeah, Eastern Bay uh, won at Laurel last weekend. Good memory. Yeah. Wow. Right, right. So, so, yeah. so that so that's that stacks the form up a little bit. So, yeah. but having having said that, you know, it seems too obvious to me. Frankie's there for the Saudis, this that, and the rest. I don't know what was the other reason. You know, actually, yeah, yeah. I saw a, I saw an image of the horse yesterday. And it looked a little fat to me. I, I, you know, maybe it's a sprinter, and that's the way they are. But it didn't look quite as fit as I, I You're thought. You're talking about elite power right now, correct? Yeah, elite power. Yeah. So, okay. so that's why I, that's why I that's why I, I backed off elite power in this and went okay. with the Japanese. Well, yeah. I've got remake in second, Pete. Um, he, he won in one hundred eight and four and did it well. It came from the cloud. So, Davey, you can't be too far back. I know you can close on this track, but. Yeah. He can't be too far back. And look at the breeding on remake, guys. Lonnie, remember Lonnie Pete, who was one of yeah. the first like Japanese horses to compete. That was the first in our one. Any crown races? Yeah. He was yeah. a total goofball. Remember this horse, uh, Pete? Yep. It actually yeah. ran okay in those triple crown races. If you no, remember. he was he was actually good when he got over. But yeah, he was the first time we'd really seen a Japanese yeah. horse come over for, especially for those types of races. So yeah, you that name uh, always sticks out. Uh, guys, I I I love Gunite here. I mean, yeah. love, love. This this is one of my top picks. This will be on the power picks, Pete. Um, I don't think Gunite, we talked about this last year, Davey. Gunite last time, or two starts back in the Breeders' Cup, ran in the Breeders' Cup dirt mile against 
Cody's Wish, which was a great story that I think the whole world probably uh, mm-hmm. knows about, and Cyberknife. And he ran very well, Pete. And I, I thought he should have been in the sprint, but I think the reason why he was not in the sprint is because Asperson already had Jackie's Warrior there. Of course, didn't mm-hmm. run very well, but Pete, this is a horse that's getting better and better. He's goofy though. He's not. He doesn't always change leads. And in fact, Pete, he usually doesn't change leads in the stretch. But he's so fast. I don't think it really matters. My only concern with Gunite, and he's breaking from the two hole. And Pete, I've watched almost every single race back, is that he has not been on the inside taking dirt very much in his starts. He's when he's on the inside, usually they send him and you know to the lead. And I don't think he's that quick. I mean, he's quick, but I think Dancing Prince and Maras are faster. I'm hoping Gunite sits off those two, Davey, gets to the clear in the outside and goes on by. And I have a replay real quick of Gunite's last effort, which was against much easier. But what I really like here, guys, he's the seven, is I like that he has a prep. Davey, I think it's really important that he's got a prep. He did yeah. this so easily. Now, again, this is against yeah. easier, but you see he's learning how to rate. He finishes. Yeah. You'll see he's he, you know he's got his left lead. He's he leads with his left for whatever yeah. reason, Pete. But he's really fast. He's doing yeah. it well. Yeah. He's I don't know if he loves the slop or not, but this was his best effort. And he's really he's being asked, but he's not you know he's not like all out. This is just super impressive to me, Pete. I really like Gunite in this spot a lot. Yeah, I mean, I I can't disagree. I mean, if he runs his race, I mean, I sort of liked him a bit in the in the Breeders' Cup and and, and uh, behind Cody's wish, and he just didn't run that day. But the mile, I think, is a little little more than he wants to do, and that was his problem. So cutting back to six, where he's two for two, he does seem to like the off track. So maybe that was what made him look so impressive last time. But he's been impressive in in yeah. plenty of races, and I think he's got. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely to me. I like it's two eight and. I like the four and then um, Dancing Prince is the defending champ. So you got to give him his respect. Yeah. So to me, those four are going to probably duke it out. Go ahead. Kai, Davey, you're you're you want to say something. You're sick yeah, of lead power. Lead. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Davey. Go, Go ahead, ahead Davey. Yeah, it's interesting what you just say about the prep. I mean, I was put off. I was put off uh, elite power because I didn't have a prep. But when I saw the photographs of the horses in the last few days in Saudi, Gunite looks fantastic. I mean, he looks great, and Elite Power didn't quite seem that way to me. And that may be because of the prep. I may be reading into it, and I don't really have that professional eye that uh, uh, Maggie Wolfendale or Jenny Chapman of Hong Kong eye for this kind of stuff. But but really, you know, it it stood out to me. Uh, And it was a toss-up between uh, Remake and Gunite for the the top two. I went one way and so on. But, yeah, I'm I'm fading Elite Power in that, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't like Dancing Prince at all. Pete, I know you've got him third. I know he's speedy, but this is a much, much tougher race than last year. There were basically no Americans in the race last year. Switzerland raced last year and didn't run well. Th- this, to me, Pete and Davey, is a totally different animal, literally, than it was last year. I don't like Dancing Prince at all in this spot. Yeah, I think yeah. I, I think you guys, I think I'm with you guys now. I probably would move Gunite up to at least the third spot. I still really okay. like Remake. And Elite Power is just a horse that I really love. And again, I, I don't know if Davey's right. Maybe he doesn't look as good as he should. And maybe he's not going to be fit for this. Then that would be problematic. But just based on prior form, I like Elite Power still. But 
I, not, I do like, I actually, I like the eight. I mean, you're getting the best price on the eight. And I think if we can get someone to run with dancing prints and maybe heat it up a little bit and we should get that, then I think the eight could come from a, from the clouds on a, yeah. at a price, which would be fantastic. It's a fun race guys. Let's get yeah. to it. The $20 million uh, Saudi cup. It's a fantastic race. There are some serious Americans in this race. This is a nice field. Um, I don't know. If, I think the Dubai World Cup might be a better field from the international standpoint, but this is a very good race, and there's a horse in this race. And Davey, let's bring up the picks right now. And yeah. we, we we didn't really talk about our picks at all, Davey. No, we shared some yet. information, but we didn't talk about our picks. Davey Lane and I love, love the Japanese runner here in this spot. June Lightbolt. Let me go ahead and show everyone the field here for the do uh, I keep thinking Dubai for the Saudi Cup? Sorry, guys. For the Saudi Cup, it's going to be uh, twenty million dollars. It's a mile and eighth. It's a one-turn mile and eighth. It's a one-turn mile and eighth. Uh, it's going to go off at approximately twelve thirty-five Eastern time in the afternoon. You see Cafe Pharaoh. There's Country Grammar, Crown Pride, Davy, a horse we tipped out live on this show. Mm-hmm. Last year, yeah. like 15 to 1. And then Pete Christophe Lemaire ruined the Kentucky Derby by setting this horse the lead and, and uh, you know, going crazy. Emblem yeah. Road won last year at 80 to 1. Uh, you get, there's June Lightbolt, Panthalassa's from the rail, who's got speed. Uh, you got There's Taba, Vindegaard's a closer, and you got some also rants. Davey, you and I are both going with the June Lightbolt, uh, and yeah. this horse is uh, trained by Yusau uh, Tomomichi and Ryan Moore gets the right. ride yeah and it's a, it's a it's a three three time group one winning machine i mean it's run won its last three races second the time before that i mean it knows how to win uh it knows how to put horses away and it goes at this distance and it and it can and it comes like a like a runaway train i mean it's it's a fantastic horse i mean, i think if i can just go on to the um I'm, I'm just going to go onto the J site here and just check if it's got any uh, speed records here. Uh, if you just just bear with me, yeah. Um, oh, as you do that, as you do that, Davy. Here's his last race winning. Here's what I like. Let me freeze it. Uh, this is Crown Pride, everyone, right here. This is Crown Pride. Who I wouldn't. I think he's got a shot in this race. He's getting better, Pete. He's learning how to rate. And I finish. love this horse. That's here's, here's I, I had him in the. I liked him in the Derby, <laughs> and and he, uh, he just he hasn't been able to hold though. He's got I mean he's got a little yeah. seconditis this year, so I I couldn't put him on the top, but he was close. He was teetering in my in my third spot, so he's he's right there for me, right underneath the top couple. Here's June Lightbulb, and what I really like about this horse, Davy, he's right here in this red cap, is he's taking a lot of dirt, and this this track in Japan, the the, the track the tracks in uh, and Japan and Hong Kong, et cetera, are, are a little more sandy based, similar to what right. they're going to see uh, in exactly. Saudi. And he doesn't mind the kickback at all. He's like in behind horses. I'll go ahead and now let it go here. He's in behind horses and he tips out right here. The five athletically tipped out, switches back to his correct lead and really mm-hmm. fin. He's on his wrong lead, but he switches back right there he switches back and finishes he's getting better and better i really yeah. like everything about this horse davy i'm a big yeah. fan of june Lightbolt on saturday yeah likewise he's not had three group ones just to clarify that but th- three wins in a row and he's moved up from listed level to group three level to group one level so his yeah. trajectory is in the right direction that's the main thing yeah um we also like 
Well, let me go with you, Davey. You got the 11 in second. Uh, the 11 is Vindigar. Now, this is a horse that's going to close from the clouds. That's a turf horse off a layoff. I'm I'm a little surprised you like this horse for second. What, what well, are you thinking here, Davey? I, I had I had Kathy Pharaoh. I might have got them. I might have got oh. these drills and things mixed up. Oh, okay. Had, Tell me I what had, you like. Uh, you got the one for second, not the 11. Did I was I could have been Pharaoh. Oh, I'm sorry. I might have typed it down wrong. All right, let me go to Cafe Pharaoh. Go ahead, talk about Cafe Pharaoh. Yeah, well, this is the horse that's won the February stakes for the last two years, not this year, but the time before that. Uh, I was touted as a horse that would make was likely to come to the Breeders' Cup, and I think again COVID got in the way and it didn't it didn't come out. Uh, so it has been Japan sort of like top dirt horse prior to June Lightbulb, who beat you know who beat Cafe Fer who's beaten Cafe uh, Ferro, I think on. The, um but it, it's not it's not it's uh it, it's a, it could be distance it could have problems with the distance it's a bit of a closer too and it gets Shao Marrera so yeah. it's a it, you know it, it, it's got it's it's it, it's got a chance but it's not it's um wow, I, I'm not it's not a confident second I was close to putting crown pride in there and I actually once I heard the news about Tiber today I wasn't really uh too keen on that finishing third now that I what did you, what'd you hear about Tiba today? Well, it was acting cultish, uh, according yes. to people. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I don't like that at all. You know, I mean, you know, if he's he, he acted up, for those people who don't know what we're talking about, he acted up behind the gate, he, he reared up, he was act he was acting up, but he's an excitable horse. There are the odds right now, if you can see him there on the screen, approximate odds. Tabas got about two to one, country grammar somewhere in the the three and a half to four to one range. There's June Lightbulb about seven to one. I would take that all day. Pontholosic Crown Pride and Cafe yeah. Pharaoh, Davey, around 15s or 16s, somewhere on there. But this one I was saying, uh, Pete, is this four to one morning line. Are, are these going to be the morning lines in all of the United States PPs? Because this makes a big difference for people. Yeah, I mean, if that's where the horse is starting, I, I don't, then yeah, I don't know because I didn't I didn't get that at all. I mean, I I, yeah. I looked at these late, but I didn't get that. Yeah. But I guess we'll see. I'm not going to get too bogged down in the morning lines because we know they can they because yeah. yeah, there's no way that horse should be less than country grammar though. I mean, I, mean, I, what, I don't see. What was it. country? Gra wait, what was country? Six? What? Six. Yeah, I, I don't. There's no okay. chance of that. But well, let, let's well, talk. People, People have to realize that three of the Japanese horses are turf horses, and they're and they're basically rolling the dice. That you know, uh, Pantalassa. Yeah. You know, Pantalassa is the rabbit of all, mother of all rabbits. I mean, that thing just goes. You got to watch uh, his. That, people should watch his races, right, Davey? Those are fun. Yeah, the one yeah, that I don't know yeah. if it was the last one or the one before, but that horse looked yeah. like it was it was ready. It was halfway around the track before the other ones were there, and then got run down. So it's 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 going to cause a big. It's going to cause. I mean, it might work. I think that was the reason I put Cafe Ferro in second. Ultimately, was because you know this thing could be a real burn up, and it might it might suit him, even though the distance is a bit of a stretch. So are we? Are we? If if. Here's the question I have for both you guys. Let, let, let's talk about Taba, okay? Uh, Pete, I think you and I should focus on this just because we're a little more familiar with the horse. So Davey, of course, yeah, feel yeah. free to comment. Yeah. Mike Smith is not a sit-back kind of guy, Pete. He's going. He's going with Taba. But Taba doesn't always strike me as like uh, – he's more of a grindy type. He's got to be worked on. He can be a little bit quirky. And he's got crown pride right next to him, the three of us all. He's got speed on the inside of him, on the outside, Pete. This is – this could be a dicey spot for a horse that has not always loved taking dirt. Also, this is I, I'm a, a Taba is so talented. I've got him in second, Pete. But I wouldn't be surprised if he wins by three or four. I also wouldn't be surprised if he 
you know, it runs up the track and gets fifth or sixth. I really wouldn't. Yeah, I think for me it was more of – uh, it was it was more of a predictor a predictor race where if we think this is going to be potentially the best handicap horse in the U.S. for the year, then this is where you should start it off and you should run well here. And if he does, great. If he doesn't, then you know there's there's a little for a weak handicap division that we have. This is potentially the top of it. And if that's no good, then. But I agree with you. He's. I don't think Smith though. The good thing in this race is there's enough speed to where he's not going to get mixed up in the speed. Panther Lassa is going to be so far ahead that you're not going to get I don't, mixed he's up. A turf, no, like he's how just, fast could he be though? Pete is a turf he's player. fast. He's just going to go. Okay. I mean, at least if you, if you base it on the replays and watching his races, he's going and he's going to be one of those up by, he's like Tribuvan. He's going to be up by six <laughs> oh, or seven. That much? Yeah. And then, yeah. And then, that, right, David, do you agree with that? I think he's yeah. going to be up by a ton, and then they're going to yeah. have to just run him down. So I don't think Tabe yeah. is going to get mixed up in all that at okay. least. Well, that, that would work to Tabe's advantage. David, yeah. we saw this horse win in Dubai last year. I don't want to misquote you, David, but I think you were against this horse last year, and I liked him a little bit more, and he hung on and won. Is that Do I remember that yeah. correctly, David? Yeah. yeah, I was against him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. last year, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it, a bit of a one-trick pony, you know. He tries to break and go go as fast as possible and hope no one no one follows yeah. him. And by the time they've yeah, that so um, um emblem road won the slasher eighty one. We just don't think he can repeat it, Pete and Davy. Is that is that, uh, is that simple? I mean, I wouldn't he, say that. I mean, he's got a jockey upgrade <laughs> this year. You know, I mean, he doesn't do anything stupid. wrong. <laughs> he no. never does anything yeah. wrong. I mean, there are yeah, three yeah, serious yeah. jockeys in in uh, Ospina, this guy um, Alexis Moreno, and uh, the Braz- uh, Ferreira. I mean, they're three good riders who ride regularly in Saudi Arabia. If there are any horse and the under and the under, uh, if you're looking for underneath stuff, I mean, you, this you, is you last year. Yeah, here's Country Grammar. Here's Country Grammar. Here's Midnight Bourbon. Here comes Crown. Or sorry, here comes Emma Road at eighty to one. Um, but he's a legitimate horse, and you can see you can you can come down the middle of this track, and mm-hmm. if it's fast, uh, early pace here, why can't this horse do it again, Davey? I, w- I wouldn't rule him out. Uh, I, I haven't ruled him out. I just I just yeah. I, I would almost be thinking about replacing uh, putting him in instead of Tiber after I heard about Tiber. So I I, I haven't fully fleshed that one out to be honest. Wow. But okay, I haven't yeah, ruled I had, him out. I had him as sort of a B in our in our you know, pick five lingo, Howard, he's okay. sort of right beneath them for me too. And and he could even move up, I think, because yeah, again, he, the only bad race he had was when they put him on the, put him on the turf and it was on soft turf too. So it was sort of yeah. doubly trouble for him. So why not? Pete, let's finish this, uh, this show and this conversation with country grammar. Um, how do you feel about country grammar in this race, Pete? I, th- I, I, I never, I never get country grammar right. It feels like so. I, I never know. I thought it might be a little short for him, and you know, last time, I, I don't know. He just doesn't seem to fire his best race. He won that last one, and you see the speed figures. You know, finally we have some figures to look at. They just haven't been top notch. And I mean, yeah, he lost by nineteen to Flight Line, but then he loses to Defunded, who didn't come. He came yeah. back and ran. He ran okay after that. He ran well after that, but he's not someone you think at the top. Lost a royal ship. It just. I just don't. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't love him. I mean, I don't love him either. I, if he won the race, I wouldn't him. be surprised. I mean, it's not like you're gonna. I mean, it's got Dottori and it's Baffert, and he sends yeah. him over, and he ran well here last year, and then used this as the springboard to Dubai, but. Uh, it's a little short. Maybe he's more of a mile and a quarter 
at his best and I could just put him, I'd probably have him if we were doing like a pick six or something, you'd probably have a ticket somewhere with him potentially, especially if he's at a little bit of a price, but that's about it. Davey and I playing a pick six. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, guys, we've got a little bit overboard. That's okay. Um, we really hope that everyone enjoyed our show. Uh, as, as Pete, as people know, we usually give a pick five. We don't really know what the, what the betting sequence can be like. And we don't want to get into that. I think we gave people plenty of information. Davey, I'm going to let you end the show. You already gave out your trifecta. People can go back and listen. Your, your, your best bet of the day is the trifecta in race five in the Red Sea handicap. If you had to lean on one horse as a single in the last four, in the last four races, let's say Davey, is there a horse in the last four races you really like for our American betters here at home to focus on? And maybe a little bit la- of a price in the last four well, races. In the last four races, uh, June light bulb. You know, there we go. The last. What four do you think races? we're getting? Are we getting? Are we getting sixes or sevens on the source? I think we will, Davy. I think you will because everyone's going to bet the two Baffert, aren't, aren't they? You know, it's I probably so. third favorite, right? So you're and probably Jeff Farrell, apparently Pete, since he's four to one morning line. So I don't. I don't, yeah, I four don't to one. I don't know what's going on there. Uh, yeah, you, there's no way they're not betting the Americans. I think you're going to get you're going to get that price for sure. Davy, we yeah. really appreciate you coming on. We know it's much later there. It's you know almost eleven thirty now for yeah, Davy. Any final week. thoughts for the uh, betters and punters yeah. on Saturday, Davy? Uh, I would pay attention to the to the Hong Kong um, tote board initially to see what see what money they've thrown in in the eight hours they've been awake before you get up like tomorrow, because this board's going to go live tomorrow and it'll be, the money be ticking in already. So you should be, you should be monitoring what the Hong Kong hunters are doing the day before the race, really. And you'll get a sense of where it's flowing and flowing and you can monitor that right up in the next, the next day and, you know, make some chicken scratches about what, where the money's going. You remember where it was 18 hours before and 12 hours before and, and so on, and then get a sense of what's going on. And then, make your own decisions of course you know terrific uh davy we really appreciate you coming on stick on just for a few minutes after the show pete yeah. actually if you could stick on for a minute or two also we'll talk to both of you um it's been great we wish everyone tons of luck on saturday morning uh in in saudi arabia it's a fantastic card with a lot of great betting opportunities for my co-host pete visco and wonderful guest davy lane who will be back i believe for dubai world cup uh, in a month. This has been your host, yeah, Howard Kravitz. Thanks for watching. Everyone, crush your bets this Saturday morning in Saudi Arabia. Take care, everyone. Have a great night. We'll see you at 8 p.m. Eastern in a few hours. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.